Welcome to Seeing Double Podcast. I am your co-host, Bradford Barth. And I'm your host, Stephanie Kretz. Why are you are you still laughing? <laughs> I am still laughing. <laughs> well, I was before we started recording, I was eating dinner and watching Brooklyn Nine Nine and there was a very good joke and Brad keeps laughing at it. Yes, I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> what episode was that stuff? Um episode see it was like season one. Ooh. Fancy broodgroom. Broodgroom. There you go. Yeah. When the back of the car gets lifted up, that's what I was laughing at. So you should watch season one episode. Terry's on a diet and he has some digestive issues and Brad is giggling. A a gastral problem. (laughs) Gastral problem. (laughs) (laughs) You know who else has gastral problems? (laughs) Helena on Orphan Black. Oh, geez. <laughs> that was a really good segue, right? It was. It was good. It was good. But we don't have to go right into it. How was your week, Brad? Well, I hope we don't have to go into our gastral problems. <laughs> we don't know much about those until later. <laughs> but Elena has many farts. <laughs> yes. Many farts. Uh, my week has been good. Mm-hmm. Cool. Can't Can't complain. Nice. It's great because I'm off for the majority of it, so it's a great week. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm going to go play some games at Gen Con and hang out with friends. Cool. At Gen Con and hang out with friends outside of Gen Con. So it's going to be a pretty cool week. That sounds fun. Mm-hmm. I have had pretty normal week. Well, I went out last night with my coworkers, my two lady coworkers, mm-hmm. and that was really fun. What did you guys do? We went to an event, a networking event, but we ended up sitting at a table together and talking and not actually networking <laughs> because networking is kind of terrible. I see. And I'm not drinking right now, so I had water the whole time. And we all went to go take selfies in the front of the sunset, uh-huh. but we all looked very wasted, even though we were just having technical difficulties. <laughs> and you know, when you like three new people trying to take a selfie together, and it was just like, wh- whose arm goes where? Like, who has the best selfie arm? Right. What's the angle? And like, all these people were like watching us be ridiculous. And they're like, he probably look like we're wasted, but. But you wish you were. I was like, I just had water. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so but that was fun and you know pieces of my <laughs> oh my god Suki, various pieces of my infinity war costume are coming in and i'm mm-hmm. working on those and that's fun i um ordered parts of it and i got this bodysuit that came with it i was gonna originally wear my old bodysuit that i just made for c2e2 right but this one is like so comfortable. It's like pajamas. Uh. But it's like and it's the way it's tailored is like exactly how her Civil War and Infinity War Infinity War bodysuit is. Black Widow, that is I'm talking about. Of course. <laughs> Some people were like, she who? Um <laughs> and uh but like I got it. Like the vest fits really well. I have to I probably tailor it a little bit, 
but the uh the suit was like super baggy probably that it was so comfy though it's still comfy but i was like i don't know how to tailor this like i've never tailored like pants before i can tailor like a the side of a shirt you know right and so I was just like, Grace has the exact same outfit or the same costume. And I was just like asking her because I know she did some tailoring. And she just like freaking filmed me like a little video of how, like to do it. how to do it. And I was like, this is the greatest thing. And then I did it on Monday night and it was now it fits perfectly. Oh, that is so nice. And I was like, wow, so nice. Wow. Grace is Zombies Workshop on YouTube and you should all go follow her because she's the bestest. Yep, I and should, also super talented and amazing. I should probably try to find some of her uh, stuff on <clears throat> making props. She is a master prop maker. She is. She's a master everything maker. She's great. And she's also a master friend. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my week, really. Yep. You sound like you had a more eventful week than me. I guess so. I mean, I did panels. They were a success. A lot more people than we had last year. Oh, yeah. Let's all tell you about how you went to Indiana yesterday, went to the con, and then drove all the way back here today to record, to this, record podcast. this podcast. Right. And now you're going all the way back later. go back again, yeah. What? You act like that's weird. It is weird, <laughs> Brad. <laughs> it's not weird. It's only Indy. You're crazy. That's still like three and a half hours. It's three hours. Let's not get too crazy. Okay, I guess when I go all the way to the Murphys, it's like three and a half hours. Right. But still. Yeah. That's a long time in a car. Time flies by. You'd be surprised. I guess. Yeah, you like driving. I do like driving. Remember that time we accidentally drove the wrong direction? Yeah. That was fun. Yep. Visited uh, NIU. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We were supposed to be going to... Chicago? (laughs) Chicago. Wait, where's NIU? Like, does... Champagne, Champaign, Illinois. Yeah. We were like an hour into our trek back to Chicago from our friend's house in Lyle, Illinois, and we suddenly... When I realized I was going the wrong way. Yeah. And then it was like so late that we were like, well, this is is what's happening. Like, there's no way to stop it, so... (laughs) Yes. So, I realized it as I was passing an exit because i hadn't been paying attention steph and i were talking so much and then because we're such good friends then to find out (laughs) that there is no other exit from that exit until you get into champagne so it was just like we we had to drive like what 30 miles or something we had to stay the course yeah it was ridiculous but we made the best of it and then we turned on some like lincoln park Mm -hmm. and then we like rolled down the windows and just scream sang sang for like two hours until both of our voices were gone it was super fun it was it was wonderful the best mishap ever it was a it was a good accident it was fun (laughs) we made the best of it but then it was so late it was very late Because, like, I got home at, what, like, one or two, and then you got home at later than that, and it was, like, a school night. Yep. A school. <laughs> I mean. Air quote school night. <laughs> yeah. I will forever call weeknight school nights. <laughs> it's just, like, I can't undo that. I did, in one of our panels, I did see somebody, <laughs> and I couldn't get out of my head as we did. It was the last one of three that we did, and this person looked like an older person of somebody I knew. Uh-huh. Like all the facial facial features, like everything, and I'm like doppelganger. Yeah, but an older doppelganger. So like from the future, they were visiting. Probably. Yep. Hmm. It was weird. That is weird. <laughs> Sometimes I see that where I see like an old person, 
an elderly person mm-hmm. on the train or something. And I think that they look like, yeah, an older version of like a friend or like an acquaintance or just someone that I know. It's very strange. Isn't it? So, yeah, I've, I've got, I've, I get it. <laughs> so this week, what are we? We're episode four. We're in episode four of Orphan Black. Season one episode of uh, season, uh, season one of Orphan Black. Um, I totally forgot what the name of it is. Oh, yeah. It's <coughs> It is called, oh my god, let's, while this webpage reloads, Jesus Christ. Effects of, ex, oh my god, stop it, Google. Google shoots, <laughs> messing with me. Okay. <laughs> did you like that voice? I did. <laughs> Effects of external conditions. That's the title of season one, episode four. Cool. And where we last left, previously on Orphan Black. <laughs> That's Giles. He's not in Orphan Black, but I always think of Giles. For the previously? Uh-huh. Okay. Because I always, because I used to watch Buffy when it was like on TV, so it was always the Giles. Right. That would do it. Previously the Giles. on Orphan Black. <laughs> um, so we met Helena and her screechy music last time. Yes. And we find out she's the one that's after all the clones and uh-huh. killing them. And she's after Sarah, who she thinks is Beth. But then Sarah was like, I'm not Beth. And then stabbed her with a pipe or a rebar. Rebar, yep. And then she got away. She did. So this week we start. With, with her having been with away. screechy music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like in a bathroom. There's blood everywhere. Mm-hmm. She's. Pulling the rebar out of her gut. Yep. Because <laughs> she's hardcore like that. She is. And all the while, she's just muttering like, I'm not Beth. Yep. And it's very gruesome and bloody. And then a little child wakes up and walks down the stairs and follows the trail of blood to see Helena in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Which is, she's rather frightening looking. She is. You know, I think this is the first time I've realized that her self cuts are look I mean they're legit angel wings. Yeah, they're angel wings. And I was like, oh, those are legit angel wings. Like mm-hmm. that's what I would expect in a tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> Not in scarification. Yeah. <laughs> Hardcore Helena. She's got some she's got some issues that she's working through. And it seems to be that might be the case. Uh-huh. And so this little precious boy sees Helena in the bathroom and like obviously you don't we don't know Helena yet. Right. So when you first see this you think something horrible is about to happen to this little boy because you've only seen Helena as like a murderer and right. trying to kill people. And then the door she like goes Well, we haven't sh- seen her as a murderer. We just, We've seen the result of her right. actions. No, cuz she people. shot Katja, remember? Yeah, but we didn't see that. Who's Katja? Oh my god. Brian. The German? Yes, the okay. German. Um but we didn't see her do it. No, we saw the gun. We saw the shot. after effects. Yeah, we saw the shot in her head. But I mean, she was there. She was right there. Right. So Helena like shushes the little boy, and then the bathroom door closes. And then we go into the interpretive dance credits. Yes. <laughs> Opening credits, where Brad likes to dance to them. I do like to dance to them. But oh man, I was just thinking the other day, actually today. That it's been almost a year since the f- series finale. Yep. 
because I think it was like August 10th or something because that's I was just telling Stacy I was like oh my god it's been like a year since you well not a year since you came because she was here in like November but right it's like a year since that happened and she visited and we watched it and it uh-huh. was great well it was not great we cried a lot but it we was <laughs> but it was like a really it was, good uh, experience yeah to me you know I I feel like it's to me it feels super long it's only been a year i know it feels like it's so long ago but yeah i know not even a year yet i know it's crazy a year ago were the two greatest we like the summer was so good for tv because i had orphan black on saturday twin peaks on sunday it was so good and now now there's like nothing no that's not true i watch a lot of things i watch too many things i can't even keep up with it now she just remarvels i mean yeah i remarvel over and over again yeah constant marveling marveling over the marvel remarveling over the marvel remarveling marvel squared it's so remarvelous it's so remarvelous <laughs> you must remarvel but yeah i miss it i miss i miss our orphan black label thursdays so do i those were fun now we just record podcasts we do. <laughs> <laughs> it's our new our new yes, thursday our routine. new thursday record podcast thursday it doesn't sound as fun (laughs) but it is fun yeah i think so anyway it's it's a wonderful thing good as long as we're on the same page on episode 30 that it's still fun (laughs) (laughs) is this episode 30 yeah heck yeah it's the same age as me no it's not the same age but you know yeah we've done this is 30 guys ep 30 pop that champagne no, I can't drink right now. Oh, that's right. We have to wait. Pop the sparkling champagne. Pop the sparkling water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give me some shitty LaCroix. I can drink that. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so after the interpretive dance is over, mm-hmm. Brad's interpretive dance, uh, Sarah goes to visit Allison to share the info she knows about Helena Tells her that, you know, and also tell that, you know, she's the one killing them. Right. Because they didn't know who it was. And then also tells Allison that she actually has a daughter named Kira. And Allison is very surprised by this because she yes. had very, very preconceived notions about who Sarah was, which was grifter, druggy, slut, I'm assuming lots of right. different negative terms. Right, right. Allison has a lot of growing to do. So. Do we find out why that's interesting to her in this episode? Yes, because I'm about to say it. Okay. <laughs> So she asks, Allison asks her if Kira is her biological daughter or her adopted daughter. Right. And Sarah says she's hers. Mm -hmm. And Allison seems very surprised by that. Yes. Because we've met Gemma and Oscar. Yes. (laughs) Hold on. I'll get to that too. (laughs) And um, they're clearly not Allison's kids. Right. Um, They're adopted. Right. (laughs) (laughs) uh so (laughs) meanwhile kasima is investigating the fish blade that sarah stole from helena and she's just babbling on and on because she's kasima and she's a nerd yep and felix is like what what is she talking about and (laughs) sarah says quiet she's just weird (laughs) (laughs) which is cute um sarah figures that the only way to get more info is to go back to being beth Okay. I also really enjoyed this scene because it was like her and Felix like on a bed like eating snacks while they were talking to Kasima and I thought it was cute. It was. It was a nice Sarah Felix bonding. It was. It was very nice. It was adorable. 
Um, and it made the twin aspect really easy to do. Yes, because it was on a computer screen. You, yeah, you could pre-film one and the other. Yeah, exactly. So there's no real swapping of bodies right. so much. For yeah, the there's not a lot of bit. swapping of bodies, and there's not a lot of double. There's like one double scene in this episode, I Right, believe. that's when Sarah is with... Uh, oh, wait, no, two. With Allison. Allison and then... Helena. And then with Helena. And then Helena, yeah, yeah so later. it's twice. Spoilers, but I mean, we're going to say it anyway, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so she tells Felix, I think I'm safest with the cops. And he says, did that actually just come out of your mouth? <laughs> and he says, I'm beginning to realize crazy, <laughs> crazy is genetic. Uh, ha, ha. <laughs> ha, Didn't Felix also make a comment at the beginning of this scene? He was painting Cosima. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Of course you fixate on this comment, Brad. Because <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah. I think Cosima's boobs are bigger than Sarah's. <laughs> which everyone in the fandom makes that joke too. I think they Cosima just has better bras, guys. Yeah. It's not that hard to make your boobs look bigger. It's true. So back at the Oh, sorry, that was wrong. She's right. Cosima's <laughs> talking about nature versus nurture. Right. That out of nine so far, one is a psycho who killed four others, one committed suicide. One's a bloody soccer mom, as Sarah said. Right. And then, oh, this is a Felix quote, sorry. (laughs) That is a Felix quote. This is all a Felix quote. One's a bloody soccer mom, and then there's you. My crazy sister is sane by comparison. Yep. (laughs) And Kasima asked Sarah if she showed the fish blade to Allison, and Sarah says, are you joking? She'd crap her Lululemons. (laughs) (laughs) Which also is funny. Okay, so this is the part that made me laugh really hard because I was watching. I always watch things on subtitles, mm-hmm. and I was too lazy to put my Blu-ray in. <laughs> um, so I just was watching it on Amazon. And <laughs> wait, that was the Amazon one. This was the Amazon subtitles. Did you check your? S- I didn't check my Blu-ray uh-huh. one. I didn't have time. Okay. Um, but it's <laughs> it's just Allison like packing a bag, and she says, "Make sure Jimbo wears his seatbelt." <laughs> I was like, what? When when Stephanie was doing her homework for this episode, she texted me that screenshot with wondering who Jimbo is. <laughs> Who's Jimbo? I rewound it like three times. I'm like, no wait. She actually said, make sure Gemma wears her seatbelt. So, so from now to all time, all Gemmas will have to be named Jimbo. <laughs> poor Jimbo Simmons. Yep, poor Jimbo Simmons. <laughs> Uh, but this yeah that's why we were giggling earlier and I was just now I just giggle constantly when I think about her kid Jimbo poor Jimbo (laughs) Jimbo and Oscar (laughs) Allison is sending the kids to her mother's for the night Mm -hmm. because she's worried about Helena obviously also this is the first well also um, Sarah said she needed to be ready right no. She put her on, because she said something about, I've got Allison on standby or something, if she needed her. Right, but nothing specific. I know that, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Because after that, she sits down. Yes. And pulls out <laughs> her pistol, uh-huh. her phone, and her keys out of yes. her purse. And just Sets sits them there. down. But first, this was the first sighting of Donnie. This is the first time we meet Donnie, her husband. And he's just not going golfing because we did meet him the previous episode. Oh, did we? Yep. Then IMDb lied to me and I forgot. 
It's the first time Donnie has somewhat of a conversation other than I got golf tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. You're correct. Yep. Derp. <laughs> IMDb is a liar. Well, whoever submitted that to IMDb is a liar. Yeah. That was my only fun fact, too. So sorry, guys. <laughs> Oops. Well, we got Jimbo. Jimbo. <laughs> so on Amazon, uh. watch it with subtitles and have yourself a laugh. <laughs> Donnie's complaining about sending the kids away and he's she's like whatever it doesn't matter to you you're you know you're gonna go out and I'll see you when you come crashing in at 3 a.m. and he's just like I don't crash in that just happened once one time he's so offended (laughs) so spoiler alert we all love Donnie now do we but we didn't love Donnie in season one this is season one I know I'm just saying oh okay me currently I love Donnie dearly but right now, but you're you not still supposed think, to love Donnie right now. <laughs> still think he's like a, a jerk husband? A little jerk butt. Okay. Um, yeah. So Donnie leaves and then, as Brad said, Allison retrieves her belongings and sets them out. <laughs> and just sits there. And just sits there. <laughs> uh, Sarah and Art <coughs> go, Sarah as Beth, go to the lead, which is the little boy. Right, that right. saw Helena. Okay. Um, the mom is just beside herself because, you know, she can't believe that... She slept through it all. She, yeah, she slept through it all, and there was some... And her little boy came into her room covered in blood. Mm-hmm. Crazy. He says it was an angry angel, which is a good way to describe Helena. Well, he did see her wings when... He did indeed. ...when uh, he opened the door as um, she was putting her tank top back on. Yeah. And Art asks the little boy who she looked like, and he points at Sarah... But Art is like, oh, a woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's, he does not put that together. Like, what? but why would he put that together? So he has no reason to think so. There is absolutely no reason to think so. So, of course, he doesn't. He's like, oh, yeah, you mean a woman? And then so Sarah's, he was like, is that possible, Sarah or Beth? And she's like, well, I don't know. I didn't, you know, just hear his voice or right. just poked him with the bar and ran away. So then she goes to talk to the little boy in private. And he tells her, she said you would come. And he has one of those little fortune tellers just covered in blood. That's what those are called? Yes. I never I knew Googled what those it because I didn't know what to write in my thing. <laughs> I was like, oh, how do I explain this They said this fortune teller in it too, but it's that when you fold up the paper and you got uh-huh. like four numbers on the top, then you tell them to pick a number and then you open it the two ways and then they're supposed to do something else on the inside. Yeah, you like, say you have like the numbers on top, the color color in the middle, and then like your fortune on the bottom. So it's like two, one, two, and then you see like red and you go R-E, like R-E-D. Right. And then you open it up and then you, yeah, open up the rest of the way or whatever. So <sighs> that's a fortune teller. And he had one from Helena that she made. But it is covered in weird numbers and drawings. Mm-hmm. Her little stick figures. As well as a lot of blood <laughs> on the inside. Yes. And also a note that Sarah is also supposed to be seeing her daughter for the first time in like a y- nine months. Um, so she has that on the line currently. That's also... Ten months, right? Percolating. I thought um, it was 10. I thought Felix said it was 10 months. It might be 10 months. I can't remember the timeline anymore. I used to know all these things so very well. I'm fairly certain he said 10 months. Because okay. Allison said the first time in a year, and he goes, it's only been 10 months. Oh, okay. <laughs> so at the precinct, they're profiling Helena, you know, that she's a religious fanatic, had an mm-hmm. abusive childhood. Mm-hmm. She's very careful with her 
murder. <laughs> right. And that her murders are personal. Personal. Um, and also that the head went, the head that they found went through a gravel crusher so they can't identify the person that she killed. Right. But there was a piece of skull where they saw it. It was the high powered rifle. Yes. So they call her a sniper. Um, and then they ask Sarah about the prints and she's like, nope, nope, no, no match. Yep. Back at her desk, she gets a call and it's Helena. Yeah. Hey, Helena. And she's like, we have a connection. I need to know who you are. Let's meet again. (laughs) And she tells her her name is Helena. Yes. She wants Sarah to come see her because she already left her the addresses. And as the cops find out or discover, the fortune teller gives all the addresses that Helena has ever been at, as well as an additional one that they haven't visited yet. So then they all head out there to this unknown one. Well, they knew the the numbers matched addresses. Mm -hmm. That's all they knew because they knew from her previous sightings or killings killings, that these matched those victims. So then there's this fourth number that they don't know what it is. It's not connected currently. Right. So they go to visit that place. Sarah's like ready to go by herself, but Art makes Sarah ride with him because of what happened last time, mm-hmm. which is that they both got attacked <laughs> by Helena. Uh, Helena has been watching the whole time from the bushes, basically, across the street. And then she heads into the precinct as Sarah, as Beth. <laughs> yep. So she's got like a little blazer on and she has her giant poof blonde hair hidden under a, a beanie. Uh, a beanie. And she passes by Raj, who's like, who says, whoa, Beth, rough night. (laughs) Because she, Helena doesn't look super well. Nah. (laughs) She's got very red-rimmed eyes Mm -hmm. and looks a little sickly and pale. Yep. That clubbing will do that to you. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, the clubbing, yeah. (laughs) Or, you know, the religious uh, craziness. Being kept in a box and stuff. And self-mutilation. Self-mutilation. Ooh. Yikes. Plus having bled out for the majority of the night because you were stabbed in the gut with rebar. That too. That's probably the key yeah. <laughs> in this part. <laughs> um, she goes into the like room with the board that has all of her killing stuff on it. And she kind of giggles and smiles at it. Mm-hmm. Well, the last murder. Yes. It was the last murder. What happened? It was the, the severed arm. Yes. Uh, a picture the of the rifle that she most likely used mm-hmm. based on the ballistics all that fun stuff yes art and sarah arrive at the new location which is like an abandoned church or something and they find a bloody mattress Mm -hmm. in the middle of the room and there's figures drawn all over the room all over the wall all over the walls and the mattress is still wet with blood so she was just there meanwhile helena sits down at beth's desk Mm -hmm. (laughs) eats her muffin (laughs) Uh, logs into her computer because Sarah just keeps her password under the keyboard. Yeah. Well, because, you know, she forgot it. Yeah. Um, and then Paul calls, which is never great. Right. Well, she also, like, looks at a picture of him and, like, it's like, ugh, Paul. Um, she answers and tells Paul that she got beat up and he needs him to come get her. Mm-hmm. Uh, causing just random mischief. And then she runs away. Yeah. Well, she had, uh, when she was in the evidence room, or the room where they had all the pictures up, she told the officers that were in there to get out. Mm-hmm. That becomes relevant in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So Sarah is still struggling with this thing about having to see Kira because she knows that... (laughs) It's her last shot. Mrs. S said, if you don't show up this time, that's it. Yeah, no more Kira for you. But now she's stuck on this case. Um, And she doesn't want to lead Helena to her daughter. Right. Because she knows she's being followed. (laughs) And she's stuck on this case that is going to take them through the night. Right. Because they're trying to follow leads and now she knows she can't make her thing. Mm Mm-hmm. So she tells Felix, I do have one really idiotic idea. I need to be in two places at once. Well, if anybody can do that, we can. Yep. So back to Allison, who's just sitting quietly at her table with her gun and yarn now and white wine now. (laughs) Yeah. Bottle of white wine. (laughs) Felix pays her a visit and tells Allison that Sarah needs her help with Kira. Mm hmm. Back at the precinct, Raj sees Sarah and is like, whoa, you look way better now. (laughs) And Art says, keep it in your pants. (laughs) So Raj has a crush on Beth? I mean, that was evident from the first episode. (laughs) Which is cute. Raj is adorable. Yes. Um, And he looks very embarrassed and runs away. Of course. And then they see that Helena has completely messed with their profiling board and made like a... A body. A body out of all the parts, body parts and doll head and all that creepy shit. Uh Uh-huh. Sarah goes back to sit at her desk and notices that her muffin has been eaten. (laughs) I would be so mad. (laughs) (laughs) Where's my muffin? (laughs) You ate my muffin. Who ate my muffin? (laughs) And then she also notices that Paul's eyes have been scratched out on the photo of of him and Beth on her desk. Well, that was only after... She pulled off the photo that she put over it of right, Maggie which Chen. Right, Maggie Chen. You always say things five seconds before I'm going to finish my sentence to say that. <laughs> well, she had to pull the picture of Maggie Chen off first to see the scratched out eyes of Paul. And I wrote, because she put a picture of Maggie Chen on top of it. <laughs> I want to contribute. <laughs> I want to feel like I'm doing something other than going, uh-huh, you're right, Yeah. It but was that's, funny. That's all I want in life. I'm just, just going to get a soundboard for you hype, for me. My hype man. It'll be, you push the first button, it'll be, welcome to Seeing Double Podcast. I'm your co-host, Bradford Barth. And then you'll do your thing. And then you'll tell them about your week. Uh-huh. And I'll pre-record my week okay. for you. And then for the rest of it, you can just hit the uh-huhs, yes, as I go through. <laughs> See, that would have been good for this week. Then you wouldn't have had to come all the way back from Indiana to record. Well, I don't own one yet. <laughs> But thanks to a certain podcaster, I know that's the future because I've (laughs) (laughs) watched Uh, something in which he showed us the future of podcasting. Yes. Justin McElroy did a very silly thing at PodCon where he had pre-recorded his reactions and played them along Uh with the podcast. Uh Uh-huh. It was very funny. And then I think the next episode of My Brother, My Brother and Me, he started using it. He was using it, it, yeah. (laughs) Uh... But what if I, like, but wait, what about, (laughs) that was one of them. (laughs) Uh, Interesting. Yes. So. I see. Do you want to talk about the next part then, Brad? (laughs) Allison and Felix? Allison and Felix. Oh. (laughs) Yes, I do. This was great. Allison's like, no, I can't. There's no way. And Felix is like, you have to. Because Sarah's out there putting her life on the line for you guys. And this is the one thing you can do. 
And then this is where we find out, I think, is this the first time we find out that Allison does community theater? Yes. <laughs> and she so, said so she had we, just Basically, done... sorry, that, so they want Sarah to impersonate, or they want Allison to impersonate Sarah to meet her daughter. Right. I don't think we actually said explicitly that's what right. she was doing. But Yes. And then uh, she said she had done a production of something, I don't know what. Uh, Steel Magnolias, I think. Okay. So, and <laughs> I guess Felix had seen that. Or read about it. He saw the it. movie. There's a movie. It was the movie he was talking about? He was talking about the movie. Oh, okay. I thought he had had Daryl Hannah is an actress in the movie. Okay. Steel Magnolias. Yes, gotcha. Yeah. She's Ellie in, or Elle in Kill Bill, by the way. Yes. And also in Blade Runner, but you haven't seen Blade Runner, apparently. I have not yet, no. Jesus. I have seen Kill Bill, though. Volume she's, one and two. She's Elle. <laughs> <laughs> That's Daryl Hannah. So then Felix is going to teach her how to act like Sarah. Uh-huh. And there's just starts the montage. And she gets all revved up and she's like it's loose. Mm, the Rhine in Spain falls mindly in the plane. <laughs> He's like, Okay, Eliza, holy shit. <laughs> and then we leave that scene, right? Yes. Okay. Where do we go next? Sarah is investigating <coughs> more things about Maggie Chen. And on her autopsy photo, she sees a tat, like a, a bur- what is it, brand. That's brand, yep. A brand on the back of her neck that matches the fish of the fish of Helena's fish blade. Yes. She takes a photo of it and then gets a call that she has a visitor. And it's Paul coming to get her because she got beat up, <laughs> apparently. And I need you here now. <laughs> um, he's like ready to get her out of there. And then he and Art get in a little squabble about it because... You know, Art, Art she, likes Beth, too. She's got a bruised lip. Yeah, she does have a bruised lip, and he's all worried, and he's like... You brought her back too soon. She's not ready for this. Yeah, he's being overprotective boyfriend, but maybe... Puffing up his chest. Yeah, him and Art all, are, like, ready to... You know... Wrestle. Being dominant male compare bird. Compare their dick size, basically. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> That's what they're doing. Well, I wasn't going to go that way. <laughs> I was going to be showing off like, I don't know, a peacock or something. A peacock? Yeah. You're going to peacock? Yep. Peacock. Peep, 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 peacock. <laughs> or a turkey, you know, when two males get by each other, they puff out their chest. Uh-huh. To look more menacing. Right. And raise up their tail feathers and the whole bit. <laughs> yeah. Why don't men do that? Why don't they the, raise up their... We just watched it. Beautiful plumes. Because we don't have plumes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I've looked. <laughs> There's no plume back there. <laughs> just just a butt. Maybe maybe uh, Neolution can hook you up like they did Olivier. There you go. Um, can I get a plume, please? A plume. So they, so Sarah and Paul. What was Sorry, that? that was a little feedback because I had rubbed my ear and my headphone oh, was not on my head. Weird. Um, Sarah and Paul go outside to talk. Well, Sarah as Beth and Paul go outside uh-huh. to talk. Uh, he tells her, he doesn't know what's going on. He says, you're like a completely different person these days. Holy cow. <laughs> Weird. No way. <laughs> uh, he wants them to spend some quality time together because he really likes what's happening, which, I mean. I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, they're boning on a kitchen counter. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I would too, probably. Yeah. And then they smooch a little bit and she seems like kind of into it. Like, right. she's getting into it more with Paul. Well, he's a good-looking man. He's very good-looking. Yeah. And she likes to say, Paul. Paul. 
I always write I always write Paul in my notes. I don't write Paul. I write Paul. Paul. P O L. <laughs> That's Paul. his name. Paul. <laughs> and yes, back to Kiss, or uh, Felix and Allison. He's coaching her through her English accent and starts chopping up her shirts because she doesn't have anything <laughs> punk to wear. Um, and doesn't she go? She goes, hey, 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 and he's like, you're a not hey, you're a punk. Be one. And she's like. Yeah, <laughs> it's very cute. She did a little uh, head cock, like coming up with an idea, and then oid him. It was great. Uh huh. Oi, 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 oi. Um, Kasima calls Sarah, and she's smoking a doobie. Well, she was lighting her doobie. Well, then she was smoking it. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you so specific? I don't know. <laughs> because you have to set the scene. <laughs> If she didn't light it, there'd be no reason for the lighter that happened. <laughs> Unless she was like, ooh, fire. <laughs> when was it? What? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, she's telling her about how Helena and Maggie Chen are connected. Or if they're connected, then Beth probably shot Maggie on purpose. Uh-huh. Holy watershed. That's what she says. The fish on the knife seems to be religious, in Kasima's opinion, and that um, to super duper religious people, clones would probably be seen as an abomination. Right. So, Kasima hypothesizes that Helena's probably been brainwashed to kill them all because she they've told her she's that original. she's the original and she needs to redeem herself in the eyes of God. Right. And that was because of all the police... So, because Sarah shared with her what the police were thinking, which is it's religiously motivated Mm -hmm. and uh, personal. Yes. Because she's a woman. Their hypothesis is because she's a woman. That's like the basis of their (coughs) entire I'm guessing there are very few serial killer women. It's true. There are. So. They usually just kill their husbands. Right. And it's personal. For good reason, usually. But it's personal. (laughs) Right? Yes. Whereas serial killer men, it's not personal. It is in a way. It's well, usually because they have some really gross issue that they're working out through other through terrible things that they do to people. Yeah, but it's not normally people they know. Oh, yes. In that way, it's not personal. Right. I get you. Helena calls, Helena calls Sarah and encourages her to come visit her. Uh-huh. Have a little play date. She says she left her a note. Yes, and so Sarah opens a video message on her computer and starts just playing it loudly in the middle of the fucking room. Well, <laughs> put I, your headphones on. You know, <laughs> I think it seemed loud because they wanted it to be like she was sitting at the desk. I don't think it was as loud as it, as it played off. But still, because nobody like looked over. I know, but they wanted us to be able to hear it. I know, <laughs> but <laughs> come on, Sarah. Right. It was so loud. Well, yeah, on the but audio. The, I know. Just bad mixing. It was, it was. It was loud. I mean, it's Helena, so. So can I say, I think this is the only time, and we'll have to re- revisit this later. Yeah. I think this is the only time we see Helena doing impersonations of people. Like they're not re- dead on, but that video, she was trying her best to sound like. No, Beth. she does Allison later. Remember. Does she? Yeah, when Alice, they're in the garage and the police come to talk to them. Can I offer you some breads? And yeah, may I offer see, you to take your coats? But it, 
but it was still with the accent. But yeah. when she was doing Beth in that video, she oh, was I doing see. the Beth voice. Yes. With only a very minor bit of her accent. It sounded pretty accenty to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because the subtitle says with minor accent. Oh, did it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't watch it with subtitles. You do. No, I, I listen <laughs> to the episode also. <laughs> I watch it. It's have subtitles on also. It's just like when she answered the phone, Beth Childs, she didn't have the accent as much, you know, and then when it was Paul, she said, come get me. It was with a little bit of accent. Yeah. But that I'm not feeling well. And then that video was mostly no accent. Yeah. And I think it's the only time she actually does a decent faking. <laughs> yeah, probably. She's not very good at the impersonation. That's why they don't ask her to do it all the time. Yep. She just does it by accident. So, yeah, she says that the video... Anyway, the video content is that she is Beth Childs and she shot Maggie on purpose. Yep. She murdered Maggie. Murdered Maggie Chin. So, finally, Allison is all dressed up and ready to be Sarah. Mm -hmm. She starts sauntering over to the door like Sarah, which is very cute, and emphasizing her accent. Felix is like, calm down. And what, did she say something to him? I don't know. Shut up or... Piss off. <laughs> Piss off. I don't know. Something along uh, those lines. I know she says... Oh, I know what she says. I just don't want to say it all loud. Okay. Because I'm not British, so... Gotcha. I can't say that word without it sounding bad. <laughs> Kira goes to see Allison. So, Mrs. S is like, oh, here you are. Okay, here you go. Right. She tricks Mrs. S. She tricks Mrs. S. And then Kira gets Kira to come see her. And Kira brings her a painting that she made. Of mummy. Mummy. And Fee, Felix leads Mrs. S away so they can be alone. And Kira is clearly suspicious. Mm-hmm. She's a very smart little girl. And she says, you're not my mother. You just look like her. Where's my mom? Uh, she says that over a series of <laughs> phrases. Um, and Allison. I enjoy the way you say those lines. But, you know, you've got all that crystal in you when you're saying them. <laughs> And too she sassy. <laughs> too sassy for like she a five-year-old. She'd do the head waggles <laughs> or the pursed lips. <laughs> I'm just, I'm I just, just waiting want, for Crystal to come in, man. I just want people to know what I'm watching yes. as you're saying these things. <laughs> I'm being Crystal as Kira. <laughs> Where's my mom? You're not my mother. You just look like her. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Allison tries to convince her, but then she's like, oh, whatever, this kid knows too much. So right. she just tells her that Sarah couldn't be there and to just, like, keep it between them. It'll be our little secret. Little secret. <laughs> um, Sarah goes to see Helena. Mm-hmm. And Art's very worried because she's not at her desk. Right. And he finds the picture of Paul with his, eye- Paul with his eyes scratched out. Then he realizes that Sarah is heading for Maggie's apartment. Right, because that's where Helena sent her. Yes. And how did Art figure this out? He, Sarah scribbled it down on a notepad, and then he used his detective skills. Yep. And he rubbed, looked at the imprint. He looked at the imprint. Sarah writes pretty hard. <laughs> She's an angry punk. Punks <laughs> write hard. Punks write hard, man. <laughs> so... So you're saying punks live hard and write hard. Yeah. Oi. Oi. Before she goes to the apartment, 
she records a message on her phone that she's Sarah for art. Right. That she's Sarah and not Beth, and he's the only person she trusts to figure it all out. Just because she thinks she might die if she goes in there. Because Helena's well, unpredictable. It's Helena. She yeah. tried to kill her. She did. But she wants to get to the bottom of it because now she's really in it. And she mm-hmm. also doesn't want Helena to be out there messing with her and trying to, you know, lead her to her daughter accidentally. Oh, yeah. And, and at the beginning of this episode, just to sort yes. of put where Sarah is in this whole situation now, she returned the money to... Oh, yeah. I forgot about that yeah. part. Yeah. So now Sarah's in the thick of this. She's, she's not looking to run away with her kid. She's now wants to be a part of this She's committed to the, yeah. to the clone club. Exactly. So Sarah confronts Helena. Helena's not looking too well still. Like, she's got a little nighty on, but she's Sarah kind of pokes her in her little rebarb <laughs> wound. And it's <laughs> painful. Did you say rebarb? Rebarb, yeah. Rebarb. <laughs> <laughs> my bad her rebarb room rebarb wound she tells her that well helena tells her that she's the original and they have like a talk about stuff i didn't really write it all down sorry i think sarah is asking her what they did to her and all this stuff and she says they told you you're the original didn't they but you're not right and all this stuff and then she's trying to can she's trying to bring her over to her side basically yeah and helena's telling her that they're connected and can't she feel it? And, you know, there's yes. something different about them. They're both special. Mm-hmm. She's just like, what happened to you, Helena? Meanwhile, Art is, like, buzzing in and, like, banging on the door. And mm-hmm. So Art has caught up to her while she's trying to have this meaningful talk with Helena. And she doesn't know what to do. Like, she has a gun pointed on her the whole time. Yep. Like, she doesn't know what to do with this girl because she... I think that at this point she does feel something and she doesn't want to kill her. Uh-huh she can tell there's something different about her than the other girls so she instead of killing her she urges her to get go out the window and escape right and then art busts in and she says nobody's here and he just does not get why she is in maggie chen's, chen's apartment, apartment. yes it's like ugh. It looks real bad on her side it does um meanwhile back with allison and kira She's Kira's like, how can you be my Auntie Allison? My mom doesn't have any sisters. My mom doesn't even have a mom. <laughs> it's a legit question. Well, well, little kid, let's talk about clones. <laughs> you gotta have a mom. Yeah. This is like a rudimentary understanding of being adopted. Mm-hmm. Mrs. S is her mom. Yeah, but she knows she's adopted. Yeah. So she doesn't have a mom. Yeah. I'm just saying. It was cute. Oh, you mean that Kira understands that... Kira understands that her mom doesn't even have a mom. Right. Because she's adopted. Right. Which means she never had a mom. But, you know, it's like, well, yeah, technically you had a mom. Right. (laughs) But there's no one that fits that... Right. Like, Sarah doesn't know who her mom was. She just knows that she was an orphan. Mm Mm-hmm. And Mrs. S took over that role when she was little. Right. But, you know, despite... The fact that Allison is not Sarah, Kira is a good sport about it, and you know they hang out in color together. And Kira agrees to keep the secret with a little pinky swear. Uh huh. And she says, "Bye, mummy." Just as right. Mrs. S and Felix come back in the room, and then you know Allison does some pretty decent shit right now. She tells Mrs. S that she wants to see her again sooner than later, and she's gonna take Kira. 
she's gonna walk or she's gonna be by to take Kira home from school. Right. Well, Mrs. S says, "Yes, we're gonna take it slow, though." And then that's when she goes, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick her up from school tomorrow and bring her straight here." Yeah. And she's like, "Whoa, all right." And then Felix says, "Release the doves. World peace must be right around the corner." <laughs> that's when Mrs. S says, "Piss off, you." <laughs> In a very nice way. Yes. I said it more meanly than she does. You did. She's like, piss off, you. <laughs> well, because, you know, Felix, there was the the thing that Felix was telling her about being punk was that an, uh, an insult is a greeting or something like yeah. that. <laughs> so Exactly. So Mrs. S was just saying goodbye in, in, in punk. Piss off. <laughs> you? Piss off, Brad. Yeah. I like you, too. <laughs> 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 when they leave the the house it's like wow forgot the word house here we are everyone <laughs> uh allison tells felix that Ke- kira knew right away that she wasn't sarah which right. she seems very surprised by but kira's smart back at the precinct sarah and art are in a meeting with their boss <laughs> trying to explain why the hell she was in maggie chen's apartment mm-hmm. but then we find out that sarah's the one that called the meeting in the first place yep. and she decides to quit she turns over her badge and gun and walks right out. Right. And they're very upset because it's like, after all we've done for you, blah, right. blah, blah. Art is very sad. He is. He's bad at expressing himself, though. <laughs> Except in <laughs> anger, it seems. He's kind of a grouchy Gus. Right. Well, you know, Art, you know, covered up her mistake. Mm-hmm. We know that. Because he says they can't know that you called me first. Right. When they were going over the case. Right. Which Sarah didn't know initially, because yes. all she had was the file to go on. So yes. Art kind of spilled the beans on that one. It's true. So really, he has done a lot for Beth. He has. And we know he's done even more when we get that flashback episode. Mm-hmm. He cares a lot about Beth, so he's very hurt by this news. Yep. And then poor Helena is just stumbling around in an alley somewhere, mm-hmm. bleeding out. Um, just falling all over the place, and she finally collapses in the middle of a s- street alley, alley whatever alley. gross, rainy alley. And then a mysterious van pulls van up. pulls up, and a guy and a hand. We see a hand like pull back her hair, and the he has a ring, and it has the fish symbol on it. Yep. And he picks her up, and he carries her into the van. Yep, and then drives off into sunset. Well, it was night, so. <laughs> Drives off into the darkness. Drives off into the shadows. Yep. And is that the end? That is the end. Oh, wow. It comes so quickly. It does. That's what she said. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I couldn't resist. I just couldn't just let that lie there. Just let that. That's I what just, she said. <laughs> yep. Now you're going to be stuck in a loop. Uh. <laughs> So, yeah. What did you think about this episode? It was very interesting. Sarah starting to wonder what Helena's all about. Mm-hmm. And, you We're know, starting to wonder what their connection's all about. Yeah. Opting not to kill her. Well, she couldn't. Art was there. I guess, had Art not shown up, could it have turned out differently? I don't know. That's a good question. Because I feel like... Knowing so, knowing what we know now about Sarah and Helena, I'm not gonna go into it, but I think that they have they always talk about how they can feel each other, uh-huh. and I think that 
And Sarah later on this season will say like she didn't know what she was missing until she met her. Basically, she had this piece of her that was missing until she met her. So I think that she's racked with a lot of confusing feelings about this person because on the one hand she's been killing people mm-hmm. on the other hand she's been brainwashed basically mm-hmm. and on the other hand she's on my third hand yep, your third hand <laughs> she is feeling this thing like this we can't just explain it because we don't we're it's not science really right, it's right. whatever their bond is so only three hands huh <laughs> i just got those three <laughs> hands <laughs> okay um so i think that in the end, I feel like she still probably would have let her go. I think so. Huh? Because I think that Helena doesn't want to kill her and she recognizes that. Well, Helena doesn't know who she is. So no, that, but she doesn't want to kill her because they have a connection. In that church scene, you got all those stick figures. Yeah. And there's like hundreds of them around the three walls. But at the top, there was one with a question mark. And I'm assuming that was supposed to be Sarah. No, that's Helena's representation of herself. She is the leader. With a question mark? Mm-hmm. Huh. She doesn't know what she is either. I didn't read it as that. I re- read it as there's one that she didn't know about. No, that's supposed to be like she is the original. <coughs> she is the special one. Okay. I believe. But why the question mark? I didn't interpret that as a question mark, really. It was in blood. Yeah, it was just the head. I no, it was a question mark. Oh, I don't remember. I just in know that on all of the helena official art it always has that red one okay so it's like the helena symbol gotcha so yeah so your fun fact was an incorrect fun fact (laughs) yeah i might have been looking at the wrong episode i have no idea yeah we met art last episode we met art in the first episode not art i'm sorry (laughs) i meant to say donnie 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 in the last episode god damn it donnie when he said he had he had golfing. He couldn't watch the kids. Yep. That's why Felix came That's over. That's why Felix came to watch Jimbo and Oscar. <laughs> yep, to watch Jimbo and Oscar. Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jimbo's so precious. Poor Jimbo. <laughs> what was the other Jimbo? We had Jimbo Simmons. You had another one, I thought. Uh, you know, I after you showed me that, I started looking all all up all the Gemmas <laughs> and was going to have a little thing about... Oh, my favorite, my favorite Jimbos and do them in their last name, except I forgot it at home. <laughs> it's on the sink. <laughs> Next time, baby. Yep. Uh, so I have, I did a kind of a funny double count. Okay. So besides the core four. Yep. So we also have Sarah as Beth. <laughs> yep. Helena as Sarah as Beth. <laughs> yep. And Allison as Sarah. <laughs> okay. So seven. Yeah. Because you got to get the, the clone, the clones play as well. The clones clone play? Uh-huh. When they, <laughs> when they clones play each other. Clones play? It's uh-huh. going to be a new thing. That's what I always hashtagged all my co- clones play. black cosplay. Clones play? Yeah. <laughs> clones play. <laughs> Very nice. I didn't know you did that. I obviously haven't paid attention. I probably just assumed God. it was hashtag cosplay. Hashtag cosplay. I use all the hashtags. You gotta use all the hashtags. <laughs> what was your uh, tweet about? Because it was like literally all hashtags. <laughs> well, you're supposed to get it from that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. It was 
it's good to be back into Orphan Black. For now, and then we'll be... <laughs> now we have several weeks of no Orphan Black. <laughs> I always look forward to the Orphan Black one, just because I like watching it. Yes. And, I'm and I've been good. Myself. I have not been going ahead, even though I at know. the end of this one, once again, I'm like, I want to watch the next episode. I know. But I didn't. Because we're almost to the really, really good stuff. I mean, yes. it's all good, but like, getting into the good stuff. Once we get to like season two and Shay and oh man you're just not gonna be able to stop nope I won't you're gonna watch Shay over and over again I'm gonna just yeah <gasps> we get to see Shay in less than a month we do uh, a dragon con oh my god so exciting and I get to tell her that are you gonna meet her I'm I'll, I'll go meet her you should I'll go meet her with you okay I've already met her but I won't be dressed as Cosima this time so she won't call you love? No, that was the greatest. So she, then I can be love. No, she came up, she said, hello, lover, which was even better. Ah. <laughs> well, luckily, I will be dressed as Cosima. <laughs> you want to borrow my dread clip-on? <laughs> no, I'm not going to dress as Cosima. <laughs> I'm already bringing an extra costume for a picture, and I can't do bring another one just to meet her again. Right, because you're doing that plain. Yeah, the plain. The plane. I think I'm also not bringing Ray anymore because I just have too many fucking Marvel costumes. <laughs> such, such a pity. I know. Well, I'm doing. Whatever will you do? I know. How terrible. Uh, I also just recently got screen accurate <laughs> shoes from Winter Soldier when Nat goes undercover because I'm very <laughs> extra. So uh, maybe I'll bring Winter Soldier undercover with me too. I don't know. We'll see. Wow. So you're just going to be Nat all weekend? I'm going to be Nat. I have, I'm bringing Civil War version and Infinity War version. And now undercover version. Undercover version, maybe. I was going to do casual, which is kind of undercover. Uh-huh. Um, and then we're all doing, we're doing Parks and Rec, Pawnee Goddesses. Okay. And Pawnee Rangers. You should do Nat when she fought um tony's driver in the boxing ring. happy happy there you go <laughs> i just wear my normal clothes <laughs> but no shoes no shoes <laughs> i do love that part. that would be the most subtle cosplay ever yeah well you know i'm like have an ebay search for a lot of her dresses from iron man too because they're really cute and i like a lot of her office dresses but her hair's a lot longer then and i don't my iron man 2 wig is out of commission uh-oh. It's very tangly because I wore it a lot when I first cosplayed her. Can you just brush her out? No, it's like, it's too, it's too much. Okay, sorry. It's old and too much. I too mean, I, much. that was like my first, that wasn't even an accurate Iron Man 2 costume. It was just the Iron Man 2 hair with like an Avengers jumpsuit. <laughs> anyway. Okay. And also, Nick and I are doing Lost in Translation. So technically I'm being Scarlett Johansson all weekend. Yep. <laughs> That's what, this is what, Yep. <laughs> Yep. But Nick and I are doing, we just like to do something super fucking obscure together every year. Last year we did Fargo. Like, no one knew who we were. It's fine. But the actors knew who we were when we posted the photo on Instagram and they were very excited. Nice. But yeah, um, we're doing the karaoke scene stuff. So I have a cute little pink bob wig. And okay. Yeah. I, he's right. You made me that, you made that my homework. So yeah, I'll get it. Yeah, you have to watch the movie so you understand our Your costumes. I will. I'm not sure when we're all wearing everything, but I'm probably going to wear Black Widow during the days. Yep. 
And then comfortables at night. Comfortable stuff at night, which might just be casual Black Widow. <laughs> cool. Because I just know that bodysuit plus vest plus armor plus wig, uh-huh. I'm going to die. I'm hoping with my cosplay, I can take care of the overpopulation of Dragon Con with a... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good. Oh, I forgot. I'm also bringing Sky because Brett Dalton's going to be there, and I never met Brett Dalton. Okay. Ward. Yeah. And you know how much I love Sky Ward. So I'm going to get a photo with him, and I'm only going to wear that costume for this photo. Okay. Gemma's also going to. Jimbo's also going to be Jimbo's there. Jimbo's going to be there. But I was thinking I might just be Black Widow to meet her. She'd probably still enjoy that. So. Yeah. Well, Jimbo would. Jimbo would love Black Widow. Jimbo would love Peggy Carter the most, but I don't have room for Peggy. You think Jimbo would love Peggy Carter the most? Jimbo loves Peggy, Peggy Carter. Peggy Cardis? Who's Peggy Cardis? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but Jimbo went on a whole rant about how much she loves Peggy Carter in season two of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, Jimbo is interesting. <laughs> They're both British, so, you know. <laughs> you should let her know about the Orphan Black <laughs> subtitle and how her character's name is now Jimbo Simmons. <laughs> yes, that'll be the thing I talk to her about. And then you both can have a laugh. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's adorable. If you don't follow Elizabeth Henstridge on Instagram, you're missing out. I don't. She's hilarious. Her Instagram well, stories are so funny. I better fix that right now. Yeah. Anyway, we could just keep rambling about Dragon Con, but. We could, but instead, what we should do. Is wrap up. <laughs> Is say uh, oh, until follow, next week. Follow us. Oh on, wait, yeah, sorry. <laughs> follow us on Twitter at c double pod. Email us at c double podcast at gmail dot com. Ideas, stories, whatever the hell. Just say hi. I don't give a shit. Yep. Just tell us to stop talking about something. I don't know. Whatever. Sure. Yell at us. Yep. Anything. Just don't yell about talking about Marvel because Steph might get upset I, about that. Yeah. No, I will never <laughs> stop. I'm sorry. Sorry, not sorry. And then until next week, I'm Stephanie Kretz. And I'm Bradford Barr. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.